0: Hello everybody and welcome to First and Goal, the hardest hitting nothing up-and-coming ACC and SEC football podcast on the internet to date. It is Tuesday, October 18th in the year 2022, and today we are going to be reviewing the football games from this past weekend in both the ACC and SEC. There were some upsets, there were some games that we didn't see coming, some of them we did see coming. It was not my most accurate week with my score predictions, unfortunately. Big Rob finally tops me off. Speaking of the devil himself... As always, he is here joining me. How you doing, man?
1: What's going on, everybody? Such a perfect week to be here, man. I'm telling you what, great week of football. Big ups, big downs, stuff we saw coming. But I tell you what, it's always a great day to talk a little bit of football. Let's do that, shall we?
0: Always, man, always. Hey, first things first, before we do anything, though, happy birthday, Frank Beamer.
1: Happy birthday. Man, I tell you what. Such a great time to, to celebrate a man's birth, you know, especially with as great of a coach as what he was and what he's brought into the world, man. And I tell you, just, you know, big props and you know, very special happy birthday to you, Mr. Beamer. Coach Beamer.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Maybe maybe this weekend Virginia Tech can go out there and show out a little bit uh, help the old fellow's feelings out a little bit. <laughs> Not a good time this year in Blacksburg.
1: Yeah, they're gonna have to do something, man.
0: Absolutely, but uh, first things first. Let's go over these ACC scores.
1: All right, let's talk a little bit ACC ACC scores. We'll start right there at the, the Virginia Tech game. Miami versus Virginia Tech it was a twelve thirty game. Miami pulls out the victory, twenty to fourteen.
0: Man, that game. Talk about feeling let down.
1: Yeah, man, it was definitely let down, no doubt about it. I mean, Virginia Tech's team, the defense, man, I mean, they've got a good defense, they've got a good defensive line. It's just it, it seems like that offense doesn't really give them much time to breathe out there.
0: No, it really doesn't. I mean, they got an elite defensive line. they got one of the best linebackers in all of college football. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, number four. Mm-hmm. Sensational linebacker. The secondary is real young. They do allow a few blown plays here and there, big plays. But all in all, it is a very good unit, tons of talent, and just great play all together on that side of football for the most part. Every now and then they'll slip up, like against Pittsburgh, where you allow some one man to get more rushing yards in a game than some programs have in the season. <laughs> you uh But it just really sucked because first and foremost – Screw the television people for not broadcasting that game in our area. I was beyond pissed off. You pay a subscription for ESPN Plus to have games like this. Yep. You got to click into it, and this game has been blacked out in your area. And It's like, what the hell, man? You have to, you have to get something
1: special, pay something extra to be able to watch the damn game.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know who was over that, who is in charge of that whole thing. But I just want to take a split second and say "fuck you," <laughs> with the
1: capital F.
0: You absolutely. Excuse my language, <laughs> but to hell with them. <clears throat> they pissed me off.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That was one game that we were looking forward to, man. I tell you, I don't think I've seen such blind rage once you see that that blacked-out screen than than what happened Saturday. <laughs> I feel like my soul caught on fire a little bit <laughs> from minute <that> there. <laughs> I really thought the TV was about to catch the remote again.
0: Uh, it, it, no, it almost came off the wall and went to the window. It almost did. It was a strong consideration. I was in a dark place in my life for a moment there. <laughs> but, uh, thankfully, we got ESPN Plus, so even though the sorry pathetic bastards can't cover it on game day, I did get to go back and watch it yeah. that night.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh,
1: it's still a little bit heart wrenching to to see this loss. But I mean, you got to give it to Miami. Van Dimes, man, he was throwing dimes out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, realistically, he carried this game for the most part. Uh, two touchdowns, and I think the Miami special teams also had two field goals. That's what put them at twenty points overall. The rushing attack was non-existent. Miami is still struggling to find a way to run the ball, but same time. That's also a little bit of a compliment to Virginia Tech for shutting it down. So, I mean, just after they had a horrific game, giving up tons of yards on the ground, they turned it around come out here. and They don't allow Miami anything yeah, on the ground whatsoever. But, unfortunately, it still just wasn't enough. It was a great defensive effort. But Virginia Tech's offense, man, I mean, they just – it's been the cue this whole year, just too little, too late. You can't let a team get out to a good lead, and then try to catch them to end. Especially when your offensive play has been very poor. The rushing attack was not good, again, for Virginia Tech, another team struggling to run the ball. But I think a big reason they're struggling with the running game is just, as much as I hate to say it, because I had a lot of high hopes for the kid in the preseason, Mm -hmm. Grant Wells has just been extremely inconsistent. Oh, he really has. He really has. The best way I can put it honestly. He has cut back on the turnovers. I will I will give some credit there. He has cut back on the turnovers. But still, man, you gotta find a way to push the ball downfield. You gotta find a way to get some chemistry. You gotta find a way to move the chains. Absolutely.
1: And I mean the sad thing about it is and Grant Wells is a good quarterback. He did have a good year last year. I don't know if it's just because you're in a new division that The play is just a little bit better than what it was when you were at Marshall. But it's it's just not working for you. And at this point, you're really coming into games one-dimensional.
0: You really are. And it's just so frustrating. I think altogether, it's almost like you said, it's just a different level of competition and you just cannot get used to it. But another problem also is I honestly feel like and this is me talking. I ain't putting words in nobody else's mouth, but I honestly feel like this is not where he wanted to be. This is not home. Everybody keeps talking about how his dad was Virginia Tech player, going on and on and on. All you gotta do is go back mm-hmm. on the ESPN Plus,
1: mm-hmm.
0: watch ACC road trips, Virginia Tech episode, and he comes out front with them and tells them to whole no process. He said, "Yeah, he said, uh, honestly, this was never where I wanted to be." He said, if it was my choice I'd still be where I was mm-hmm. still be at Marshall which that was kind of a red flag to me instantly from saying what do you mean if it was your choice transferring is your choice mm-hmm. unless something happened and you had to get the hell out of dodge pretty much but something was not working out there and when you're saying this is not where you wanted to be and you've done been with the program for several months at that time. That just doesn't show a whole lot of buy-in. No, no, it really don't. For me. And if you don't have a guy that's bought in, you're just, let's just be honest, you're just pissing in the wind.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it.
0: I mean, didn't mean to cut you off there, but you look at Brendan Armstrong of Virginia, Cavaliers. Last year, damn, near All-American player. Setting records. Every record in the book he was setting. Yep. This year, not bought in, he's been one of the worst quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. No doubt about it. So. No, just what I was about to say is to me, and I hate to call for anybody's job, but I'm not even really calling for Grantwell's job, but I think it's time that you give a little bit of time to Jason Brown, who wants to be there who said that this is his dream school. This is where he wanted to be. He's an in-state kid, played SEC ball. So he's seen the secondaries and everything from a higher level up. And it's just time – and he's a gamer. You know, he's – it's been proven that he's not really much of a practice quarterback that, you know, when it comes to to the spotlight, that's when he shines the best. So maybe not fully get rid of Grant Wells at QB1, but – Share the time a little bit, see what happens. You never know.
0: Yeah, honestly, uh some people say if you don't have if you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterback, but same time I kind of go back to the Steve Spurrier days, man, Florida and South Carolina, where if one quarterback's not moving the offense, you can't sit there and just close your eyes and hope for the best this whole time. You gotta pull the trigger and say, All right, well, if this ain't working, let's try something new. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again expecting different results. And this team, they've been doing the same thing since week one. And they keep talking about different results. It's like, well, man, you're doing the same damn thing over and over and over again. I'm seeing pretty much the same exact results over and over and over again, week in, week out. Yep. I don't have much faith in this change. And it's like you said, Jason Brown, Virginia kid, loved Virginia Tech, grew up being a Virginia Tech fan. this That's where he's always wanted to be. That was his dream school. And it was said flat out that pretty much that was the only reason he left South Carolina because Virginia Tech was on the table and, point blank that was his dream school he wanted to go take it
1: well not to mention one of the reasons why he chose south carolina to transfer to from his other school was because he got to play for a beamer
0: exactly and that guy is completely balled in he's just if somebody loves the school wants to be there wants to be a part of that team and he can play ball on big levels, I mean, like you said, you look at South Carolina versus Florida last year, some big-time throws in that game. South yep. Carolina-Auburn, big-time plays in that game. Yep. He's played against the Texas a and He's played against Clemson. He's played against big-time schools. Yep. And he's played pretty good football. Yeah. And to bring him in there and then start the season out last right here, I'm sorry, but. Both of these guys were transfers. You don't have no loyalty in my mind. There's no seniority, right? Give the man
1: a shot. Well, even if even if there was seniority, though, at, at this point, you've got to do something to change it up because if not, <laughs> your name's hanging in the balance as a head coach or as an offensive coordinator.
0: It really is. It really is. But I don't know. All in all, though, good game for Miami. Virginia Tech found a way to fight back yeah. while well, they have been week in, week out, but it's the same results come up short. Yep. On to the next one.
1: On to the next. It was a 3.30 p.m. game. It was Syracuse and North Carolina State. Syracuse being at home, Syracuse pulls out the victory
0: 24-9. Loved it. Absolutely.
1: Every second.
0: I think this is where Everybody's been sleeping on Syracuse. A lot of people have not paid them the respect they deserve Mm -hmm. to this point in the season after them putting a beating on NC State like they did. I think it's safe to say that it's time to give Syracuse the respect, pay a little bit of homage, give them some credit. Garrett Schrader played a hell of a game. The running running back played a hell of a game. The offensive line looked – Fantastic against the NC State defense. The Syracuse defense played a hellacious game. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, hell, they beat them by a worse score than what Clemson did, actually. I think so. Something to think about.
1: Yep, absolutely, man. I mean, like you said, this defense ain't no joke there at Syracuse. Offense, man, I mean. It blows my mind how much a difference a good offensive coordinator makes.
0: No, for sure, for sure. It's just uh, the whole transition there, since as as he left Virginia and came there, going back to the spring game. It, it cracks me up the way people sit there all the time and they say, well, you watch spring games at point. There's no reason to watch spring game. It's spring football. People feed into it too much. This is why we watch spring football. Yep. Yeah. If you go back and look at the spring game mm-hmm. this year, we called it yeah. back then, all the way back in the spring. So, flat out, Syracuse looks good. They look like they, be, they might be pretty damn good this year. Yep. They're going to be dangerous, is exactly what we said. This offense has turned it around. Garrett Schrader looks like an actual quarterback back there. Yeah. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I
1: don't know man I mean This Syracuse team Just Is really a throwback To Smash mouth football It really is And And I enjoy it I enjoy it completely I mean The game of the week Next week Or this coming weekend Is going to feature This Syracuse game Or this Syracuse team In my opinion
0: Yeah Syracuse team almost reminds me, don't get me wrong now, I ain't saying they're going to play for a natty or anything. No no, right no, 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 no. But the physicality of this team reminds me a lot of, uh, I think it was the 2008 Florida Gators. Yeah. Absolutely. It reminds me of, remind me been 9 It was last year, but it reminds me very much of that team. Yeah. Great rushing attack, very physical quarterback, got good receivers out on the edge, great running back. Mm-hmm. And a smash-mouth defense. Absolutely. got to love it. NC State, on the other hand, he's starting to dwindle a little bit of a downward spiral. I'm starting to see things kind of come apart a little bit.
1: Well, I mean, NC State did lose the quarterback for the year. He's gone.
0: Yeah, he's out for the season.
1: Yeah. And... When you're playing your, your second-string quarterback, it's it's really easy to – not really easy, but it's really hard to get that leadership is what you had with QB1. So, I mean, you, you pretty much have to have somebody else step up in a leadership role there until you can
0: get the – mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't buy into that completely okay. because that's what recruiting is all about. This kid ain't some – Joe, no name Joe, off street. Right. This quarterback's been in your camp since spring. Right. He bleeds with him. He eats with them. He shares a dorm with one of them. Right. They know this guy. And the way college football works is the way the whole beauty of recruiting is getting depth. Where if one man goes down, it's the next man up. Right. No, I get it, but
1: also at the same time, you got to have a little bit of confidence in yourself. And with a game like he had against Syracuse, he wasn't able to build the confidence within himself.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, if you're a quarterback and you're coming into the game with no confidence coming into it, you shouldn't be playing quarterback. Well, that's true. I mean, you got a point there, but
1: how long did it take Drake May to – build the confidence within himself to become the quarterback that he's been so far. It took him, what, a quarter, two quarters?
0: Drake may look great out the damn gate.
1: He looked a little shaky for the first two or three series, and then he ran one in, and that got his confidence back. I mean, he, he was able to throw the ball, but it looked, he looked scared as hell.
0: He looked a little nervous, but he played great from the time he got out there. Tim Tebow, first time he was on the field, looked great. Sam Hartman coming in to Wake Forest behind Jeff Driscoll, Mm -hmm. who just set all them records. Looked great from the start. Spencer Rather got benched. Caleb Williams stepped in at Oklahoma. Valid point. I'm just saying, man, I mean.
1: Valid point, valid point.
0: This is big boy football. Yeah. No, I get
1: it. I, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm just – I guess I'm just looking at the confidence side of things that, you know, just to be able to get yourself built up, I guess, is the only thing I was talking about.
0: If you're a quarterback with problems in your history like Spencer Radler now, maybe. Right. Steven Garcia back in that Carolina, Maybe. Brendan Armstrong, after this season, yeah, he's going (laughs) to need some of that. But the way I look at it is when you come to play football, especially the D1 college football, you don't get a D1 scholarship without being a bad son of a bitch. You, You don't get there. And I know me personally, my mindset on the gridiron always was, from the moment I get out there, I don't care who you are. I'm the biggest, meanest, toughest son of bitch out here on the field. Until so I get proven otherwise. Now, there was times where I was proven otherwise. <laughs> there were some times. But I don't need a confidence booster going in that game. I'm going into every game with a head so big I can't hardly feel on the damn bus. Because <laughs> you got to feel Football is just as much a mental game as it is physical. Just as much. So, people saying, oh, well, you, you got to have confidence. I, I just I don't buy into that. If you don't have any confidence in yourself, you don't need to be out there in the first place. Point blank period.
1: <laughs> I can agree to a point. Definitely can agree with that to a point. But uh, you want to move on to the next one? Yes. All right. Clemson at Florida State was a 7:30 p.m. game on ABC. Florida State fought hard, but they ended up going down 34 to 28.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this game, I don't even know what hell to say about it, honestly. <laughs> this should have been a Florida State night because I'm just gonna be honest, Clemson. Did not come out there and play their best football in this game. No, they really didn't. The Clemson defense did not play near as well as they have been. It was a good opportunity for Florida State. It was a very good opportunity. And Florida State looked pretty damn good. Yeah. For three quarters. Three quarters. Yep. There's four in a football game. There is. And for one quarter – They couldn't get out their own way. No, no. And that's the difference in this football game. They kept it close in the first and the second quarter.
1: They didn't come out of the locker room for the third quarter. They finally came out in the fourth quarter and put some points on the board, but
0: too little too late. That's too little too late. That's what drives me insane about this team the whole damn year. I keep going on and on and on about it. I'm happy they played a close game with Clemson. But I'm pissed off because The simple fact You should have won this game Yeah And You didn't lose because they beat you You lost because you beat yourself Same reason you lost your other games this year mm-hmm. And it's just making me want to Beat my damn head on a wall Because I feel like I'm going in circles Absolutely So what are we now Free win losing streak Yeah Started off 4-0. Started
1: off 4-0, and now you lost three in a row.
0: Here we go. Yeah. All right, that, that's all i got to say about this game, also. <laughs> Hats off to you, Clemson, for pulling it out. You gave them one. They didn't take it. You deserve to have the win.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly there. Yeah, I mean – you're starting to go on a slide, and you still got some rough games ahead of you. You're going to be lucky to be ball over for this year.
0: You really are. But they should be able to pull out two more. I believe they got Miami coming up this week, don't they? I think it is Miami this week. Do or die time.
1: Yep. This is a must win. Absolutely. All right, on to the next. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It was North Carolina at Duke. Probably the best ACC game of the day. North Carolina pulls out the victory, 38 35. And you heard that score here first, if that sounds familiar, because I caught right on the nose.
0: Yeah, blind Squirrel finds a nut every now and then. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> nah hats off to you, man. You hit the nail on the head in this one. You did a good job. This was a hell of a game, it really was. And really I don't have any bad takeaways no. from this game. North Carolina still has a suspect defense. Yep. Mm-hmm. But North Carolina showed that they could play big boy football. And it sounds funny. Because y'all are saying, well, come on now, it's it." We've been saying it here since season start. This is not your regular old Duke Blue Devil team. Right. This is a team that plays their asses off for four quarters. Yep. And, I mean, they just they play with so much heart and grit. It is unreal. It has been a true pleasure watching this Duke Blue Devil team in 2022 under Mike Elkos for sheer year.
1: It really has. It really has. Mike Elko has been what the doctor ordered for that Duke team. I mean, they bought into the grind. I mean, they played full four quarters down after down after down. And the other team knows that they were in a battle at the end of the game because it was just – it's Slugfest. Slugfest. Slobberknocker.
0: Absolutely. It was a It was a war. Out there, and I love a football game that turns into an all out war. Yeah, and that's what this one was. And I mean, honestly, either either way, this game went, I was gonna be happy because some truth is, North Carolina looks probably the best to me that they've looked since hell, since Matt Brown got there. Yeah, since he came back.
1: Yeah,
0: all those years with Sam Howe, we thought everybody's thinking that was the promised land. Of, I'm sorry, Drake May has been special to watch this year. He really
1: has. Not, am I going to call him better? Not yet, because this is still his
0: first year. Year, but, year one Drake May versus year one Sam Al. Oh, he's better. <laughs> Damn sure is better. I was saying, if he continues on the trajectory he, he's going in. Yeah. You could be looking at a future number one overall pick. Yeah, this is a very special, very special kid. The talent just – the sky's the limit. I'm
1: telling you, that wide receiver they got too, Josh Downs, man. He's a special kind of receiver too.
0: Oh, absolutely. He's probably going to be first-round pick this year. Oh, absolutely. If not if not first-round, very, very low in the second round. Absolutely, man. But, I mean, you also got
1: to give props to this Duke team too. I mean, that running attack that they've got, man, that's just – that's something special too, that offensive line. I mean, they've always been known to make offensive linemen.
0: Damn it, boy. Oh, the offensive line battled it out. And I mean, this North Carolina defensive line, that's no easy task. This is a defensive line a slam full of four- or five-star prospects with tons of talent to get after the ball. North Carolina's defensive issues is not on the D-line at all. No. By no means. No. But Duke just grinded it out. They embraced the grind, pun intended. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I can't wait to see this matchup again next year.
0: No, I'm already looking forward to it. I really am. Yeah. But they just great rushing offense. Riley Leonard has been playing very well all season. He had a tough game against – oh, damn, who the hell was it? I think it was Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech. Had a little bit of a rough night out, but, man, he came back redeemed himself he played very well this past week had one interception and that very well could be maybe what cost the game but in all in all reality it just it it wasn't dukes night it wasn't meant to be
1: yeah yeah absolutely man they and i'm not going to say that you know they lost it because north carolina wanted it more it was just that's how it just played out that's how the cards were dealt
0: yeah, it wasn't a night. But I'm telling you right now, if anybody wants to watch a football game for years to come, mm-hmm. this will always be a good game. You can go back to go back to. It. Yes, sir, absolutely.
1: All right, let's go ahead and knock on over to the SEC, shall we? Let's do it. All right, you've got that Auburn-Ole Miss game. Came on at 12 o'clock noon. Ole Miss
0: pulls out the victory 48-34. I swear every week every damn every <laughs> damn week for like the last month now we've come in here saying alright this is it this is the week Brian Horson his error comes to an end at Auburn this is the week and every week they find a way to somehow play just good enough to where it leaves you saying well it might be next week yeah I just, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm getting kind of Auburn battled in this game, especially considering they were down 21 to zip in the first quarter. I was just about to say 21 to
1: nothing. I looked at you and I said, this may be the week. Then all of a sudden, they just started coming back. They started putting two scores together, and then the third, and then Ole Miss would finally score, and then it became then it became a track move.
0: It really did. And it raises a lot of concern about this Ole Miss defense because the season started off with the defense looking like a strong point Ole Miss, and now you're sitting here saying, "Well, damn, Auburn's arguably the worst team in the SEC." In the SEC West, they are the worst in the SEC West, and how they could be in the SEC altogether this year. <laughs> so I mean, it just it raises a lot of questions about Ole Miss's defense, especially considering Bandy. didn't have no problem hanging points on him either. But Lane Kiffin, as always, finds a way to keep running that score up a little bit and stays ahead in another shootout. But Ole Miss, if you're going to... You're undefeated right now. If you want any chance in hell of staying undefeated, you better find a way to tighten that defense back up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean...
1: This defense against Kentucky was one of the better defenses that I saw come out of this Ole Miss team for a few years. But then they go and play South Carolina. Then they go and play Mississippi State. What? Are you talking about Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah, talking about Kentucky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this defense really has been sh- – the weaknesses have been showing on this defense or or this offense for Kentucky. So, I mean, yeah, Ole Miss looked good defensive-wise, but they didn't really have to look great. I
0: don't know. They just leave a lot out on the field. But with that being said, congrats, Brian Harson. You are safe for another week. So, another week we will be on standby. <laughs> yes, sir. We're going to go ahead and skip it on to the next
1: one. We will go to the Vanderbilt Georgia game. three thirty game. Georgia kills Vandy 55 to nothing.
0: Yeah, I had a feeling this was coming. <laughs> Ever since that Georgia Auburn game,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or Auburn. Really, just pushed Georgia to its limits. Yep. And everybody started questioning the board, saying, "Damn, what happened?" Mm-hmm. Started off here beating the hell out of everybody. Now, now you got Auburn with no hope hanging in here, trying to make a fool out of you. Yeah. What's going on?
1: <laughs> I mean, when Auburn has you on upset watch, there's some there's some serious question marks.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just having I'm like, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> Are you going back to the 90s? Right. <laughs> Is Mark Rick down there wearing a curvy smart mask? <laughs> What's going or on? Or something. It just it raised all kinds of questions. But they found a way to put a little bit of spread on Auburn at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Made me feel a little bit better about myself. Yep. I said, okay, there they are, but... Damn, they let him hang around for a little while. Maybe feel a little little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then coming into this Vandy game, I just had a feeling. I said, "You know what? Everybody's talking shit about George. Everybody's been disrespecting him. Poor Vanderbilt's coming in here with a little bit of head of steam, feeling good about themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guys. They didn't even know it, but they stepped right into a damn bonfire." They stepped into an ass and that wasn't meant for them. They really did. They got disrespectful. <laughs> this game was downright disrespectful, y'all. It just... Vandy didn't have a chance from the opening kickoff. Oh, no. And, I mean, Georgia laid down with a iron fist, or paw, I guess you could say, Did <laughs> just choke off any signs of life whatsoever. And... It was a massacre. It, just, it, was, it was a bad game.
1: Yeah, it really was. It really was.
0: This is a message game.
1: Yeah, this is just Georgia doing Georgia things, but sending out a message to everybody to be on watch.
0: Yeah. But Stetson Bennett looked great. George ground game looked great. The offensive line looked really good. Those tight ends. Brock Bowers looked great again. Darnell Washington looked good again. Defense looked Scary, again, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Get look it looked like Georgia. Yes, I did. Do you got anything you want to say about this game? I'm going on to the next. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right. Sounds so. like a plan to me. 3.30
1: <laughs> uh, p.m. game on ESPN. It was Arkansas versus BYU. Arkansas pulls out the victory 52-35. to 35.
0: Yeah, this game here, man, it was kind of close. For a while there, it had me kind of nervous for Arkansas. I said, "Damn." hmm Sam Pittman about dropped three in a row. Yeah, uh, I was getting worried. I was getting real worried for Arkansas. And then it felt like they took the U off and put a an E up there. <laughs> it was bye 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 after that. Yes, sir. Yes, they, sir. And they just ran away with it.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened. You know what type of halftime conversations that they had, you know, what exactly happened. But it definitely was a tale of uh, of two halves.
0: No, it absolutely was. But, yeah, I
1: mean, Arkansas's defense came out second half, burnt them up defense, held strong. I mean, it was just a good game all the way around at, after halftime for Arkansas.
0: Yeah, and this is a great game for KJ Jefferson also too. Yeah. Get his mind back right after dealing with some injuries earlier in the year and had a couple of rough games. Mm-hmm. This does him a lot of good. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, on to the next one.
1: All right. We're going to talk a little LSU and Florida. It was a 7 p.m. game on ESPN. Another one that me and Mr. Ben over here had argued about. LSU wins this game, 45-35. Again, I come out the victor with the pick of LSU.
0: Okay, so every now and then a blind squirrel might find a sack of nuts. All right, might find a handful. We're not going to bring up the overall record. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to let you enjoy your your weekend of glory and my agony. (laughs) What's your
1: take on this game?
0: I'll be honest, the quarterback for LSU, that dual-threat quarterback, his name's, uh, I think it's Jaden Daniels. Yep. Is it just me or is he just getting better every week?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Each and every week, he's it's, it's just one step better. I mean, Tennessee game, that was, a, that was a hell of a setback. But yeah. besides that, this team has progressively gotten better. Now, well, this has got better. Oh, well, the defense has definitely gotten better, but Jane Danis has really, really impressed me the way he's come along. And he, to, oops. <laughs> to me, he, he outplayed Anthony Richardson the other night. Oh, hell yeah. But I got to give Brian Kelly some credit, man. He has made this team better as the season's gone on. I was talking down on him last week. I was questioning him. Mm-hmm. But in all reality If you take this LSU team Where they're at right now And you start the season over They may be undefeated One lost team Maybe, maybe. I don't see them taking Tennessee But everybody else I see nothing but wins Yeah
1: Absolutely man They would have definitely beat Florida State That very first game if they played like they did Saturday
0: It wouldn't even been a ball game Absolutely not.
1: I mean, I mean, I got to give credit where credits due, man. This Richardson did have some good plays using his feet. He did break one long run, but for the most part, they did what I said they would do, and they kept him contained and made him try to beat beat with his arm, which he was able to throw a couple deep passes.
0: Richardson's got great arm talent. The problem I've seen with Richardson this year. And it even goes back last year a little bit. Is he doesn't seem like a focused quarterback to me. He'll go out there and he'll have one drive where he'll play really good. The next drive, it's like he's not quite. He's not quite in it. You look at his face, his face expressions and all. Mm-hmm. Just seems kind of out of it, kind of disconnected. He's inconsistent. Right. So I don't know. It might just be the inexperience. It might be the youth. It might be the off-field issues, legal troubles. I don't know. <laughs> you but never know. But all in all, man, LSU played a hell of a game. And I think they are on a good path.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm very interested to see what they do the rest of the season. I mean, they still got Bama. Who knows?
1: Yeah. A lot of game left to still left to play and a lot of good football to watch there. Let's go on up to Kentucky. Talk about this Mississippi State-Kentucky smackdown
0: This game pisses me off
1: (laughs) And you really can't even call it much of a smackdown Kentucky wins 27-17 But damn it Damn it man It seems like Mississippi State without the cowbell Ain't Mississippi State
0: It ain't the damn cowbell Mississippi (laughs) State I don't know what the hell Mike Leach (laughs) Did he not No, the Kentucky played last weekend. Did he not look at any of the film from South Carolina and Kentucky? Did he not look at any of the film from Ole Miss and Kentucky? I don't know. Granted, Kentucky's offense is back hitting on all eight cylinders. You got Will Levis back there, and you got Rodriguez back there. Yep, Chris Rob. Granted, you got that. But they put up 27 points. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mississippi State, week in, week out, and only hangs, has no problem hanging more than that. But this year, Mississippi State has utilized a rushing attack. When they've stuck to it, they have played great football, and it takes pressure off of Will Rogers. It opens up the lanes to throw the ball, and it makes this offense really clear. When they played LSU earlier this year, they abandoned the run game. Just said to hell with the nation went out and they threw the ball 50-something damn times, lost. Mm -hmm. And the same thing happened again with Kentucky. They did not give the Russian offense any kind of chance whatsoever. They just decided it's going to go out there and throw the ball all the field right from the start. This Kentucky defense has a great secondary. They really do. Good linebackers. But both Ole Miss and South Carolina – I felt like did a great job of exposing the fact that this defense is not built to stop the run like Kentucky defense have been in the past. That's true. They will open up some running lanes. This defensive lines not quite getting the pressure that you, that former D-lines have gotten for the Wildcats. And it just, it honestly just blew my mind, the offensive game plan. And it made me, want to absolutely scream at Mike Leach. It's just like, dude, you found success. You found something you're really good at. Why not stick with that and make somebody else beat you? Don't give them the game. Make them beat you. Right. And it's just... The same thing as last year. It's like as soon as they get something going and it really starts clicking and starts looking good, they just go and do some off-the-wall shit and lose a football game. Yep. And it just, God, it frustrates me because it's like, man, this offense has all the talent in the world. Mm-hmm. This defense is good. You got a team that can make a run at this SEC West. In all reality, you have a team that can make a run at it. Yep. You have a team that, in my honest opinion, on any given day, could go toe-to-toe with anybody in the SEC. Yep. And you're just wasting it.
1: Yep, stupid play calling, man. I get you every time.
0: That's all the hell I got to say about this one, because I'm (laughs) sorry, but Kentucky did not beat Mississippi State. Mississippi State beat Mississippi State. Hats off to Kentucky to take the win. You deserve it. After that stupid... Just let me stop. Just let me stop. I'm going to be done Said a bunch of four-letter words on there. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Moving on to the final
1: game of the week. Alabama goes to Tennessee and takes the L, 52-49. to
0: That was a hell of a game. One of the greatest games
1: of the year so far.
0: No doubt. No doubt about that. And what's bad is Tennessee found a way. And I feel like Tennessee did not actually play their best football in this game.
1: No, they really didn't. They really didn't. You had you had that fumble from Hooker. You had, I believe, he also threw an interception, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, there was still some plays left out. Had those not happened,
0: what it could have happened? Well, you had every opportunity early on in the game, to, In all reality, take Bama completely out of this thing and just yeah. – it, it, it was on the verge of getting very ugly and very fast. And yeah. To me, they just took the foot off the gas. Next thing you know, Alabama done scored three touchdowns unanswered, and then you're at the end of the game sweating bulls like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're a Tennessee fan, you're like,
1: oh, no, we're about to see this happen again. They're going to come back and take this on us. Oh, shit, what do we do?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) But I feel like, you know, I really do feel like at this very moment, if you get them to play focused for four quarters, Tennessee's got the best team in the SEC. Tennessee
1: might have the best team in the NCAA if they play focused for all four quarters.
0: Well, Let's just be honest with dude. I mean, if you're the best team in the SEC, more than likely you're the Natty. More than likely. I mean, who's going to challenge you? Clemson? Maybe.
1: Depending on how their defense is playing.
0: The Clemson, I don't think Clemson's offense can keep up with Tennessee's I agree there. I do agree. I mean, their offense is decent, but they, they're not keeping up with that. Ain't nobody giving up the Josh Heupel attack. And I'm telling you right now, if they played a Big Ten school in Michigan or damn Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State, it would be murder. It would be a very ugly, very fast. Yeah. But it was a very, very good game. I know there's a lot of people out there saying that the refs blew some calls in this game, and that's the reason battle lost. Absolutely not.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: Because I'm telling you right now, Tennessee fans, Tennessee fans could very, very well say the same thing
1: because
0: mm-hmm. there were some very questionable calls yep. and some very questionable no-calls going on. Yep. But that's neither here nor there. Yep, we
1: didn't want to talk about what did didn't happen there. It's, you know, officiating is what it is. I mean, you can challenge it if it's challengeable. Or if not, you just got to go on about life. But more of the story is, you finished the game. And that's what Tennessee was able to do.
0: That's correct. Oh. That being said, man, we got any other games on that?
1: No, sir. That was it.
0: All right. Well, guys, yeah, this might have been a little bit of a quicker episode, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm about tired as shit I've been on since 2 o'clock this morning It's 8.45 in the evening I'm wore out So, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode <laughs> Gave it our best effort We did not want to leave y'all hanging
1: mm-hmm. Not at all
0: But, you got anything you want to touch on?
1: No sir, no sir Just ready to get back up in here and talk a little bit more football
0: We'll do it. We will do it later this week. But uh, guys, go on Instagram, check us out, First in Gold, on Twitter, Facebook. Hit us up. Messages, comment, like, subscribe, share it with your friends, share it with anybody. Got a question, hit us up, ask us. Mm-hmm.
1: If
0: you don't agree with something we're saying, state your case. Yep. Be happy to discuss it with you. But till next time. Above all else, let's keep those drinks cold and let's keep those chains moving.